Hello and welcome to episode 97 of That King Thing, the gaming podcast hosted by us, the King Brothers. I am your eldest sibling. I've done that thing again where I say your eldest sibling, <laughs> Thomas. And I am joined this week by little sibling, James. Hello. But unfortunately, no Joshua. No Joshua. He's not here. No love for him. I'm Dr. Love. That seems really weird out of context. <laughs> there yeah. is a there is apparently a Valentine's themed game later. Yeah. Apparently I will play it because Justin isn't here. <laughs> but we'll get to that. So what have you been up to this week, James? Um I've been really into Far Cry two. Like really bad. Mm-hmm. I got it last week in the Ubisoft sale thing, but I don't know, I just really enjoyed it. So I Had you played it before? Yeah, yeah, I played it before. I just never completed yeah. it. I never did everything because it was. I was at that stage where I wasn't really that bothered, and it was the one where you could go online and you know where you could create your own maps and play yeah. user created maps. I used to do that more than actually play the story. So I've been sitting and playing the story and uh, getting through that. Nice. But well, other than that, that's for bad. me. <laughs> For me, it's been fairly boring, if I'm completely honest. I've played, like, sports games and things. Yeah. So, um, Madden. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I I had a dabble on Forza 7 for the first time in quite a while. Yeah. Um, Because I'd been watching the Formula E on TV, as in the real-life stuff, and then I remembered that there were Formula E cars on Forza 7. So I decided to go race those things around some like small street circuits like Long um Long Beach and yeah. stuff like that and they're really fun. Really fun. Nice. I would recommend them if if people have Forza Seven and haven't tried them yet. Um and if you're into your driving games obviously even more so. But I'd imagine most people who are into their driving games and also on Forza Seven have also tried the Formula E cars <laughs> at some point. <laughs> so yeah. But yeah, I did some championships on that, um, and an achievement or two. Played a little bit of Madden. Um, trying to think what else I've been on. I think that's it, really. I've not. I must admit, I've not done a huge amount. I'm kind of holding back's the wrong word. Oh, I played a little bit of PUBG. Yeah, I remember. Um, you'll be pleased to know, James. One thing I actually did. Mm-hmm. Was play prop hunt. Prop hunt's ace. They got rid of it now though. It's gone again. It's already gone again. Yeah, they brought gun game back in till I think twentieth, something like that. Pfft, screw that. No, no, I'd that's pretty crap. Hunt. I had a quick go. Although on it, but... mm. prop hunt is better than you originally sold it to us. <laughs> that's all I'm saying. It's good because you were just like, yeah, you're basically an object and you hide. But there's so much more to it than that. Well, it's just how it is, isn't it? It's not well, no, it's not how it is. Like you get flashbangs, you can change what item you are, you can put decoys down, you can move for the entire round. Yeah, of course. There was a round there was a round where I was just um a barrel and I was making them chase me for yeah. an entire round. Just running around the map. It was basically I was playing decoy. Do you know have you have you done it on Akon yet? An Akon, which one's Akon? Um the one with the two the, trams at either the end. Little, yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah. did it on. I did it on that. Did you? Did you get to be the massive nuke bomb thing or whatever it is? 
No, but I was a giant rock and I put some decoy rocks in extremely obvious positions that they definitely weren't supposed to be rocks. But while they were distracted by decoy rocks, I was moving around <laughs> and I eventually got into their spawn. Yeah. Um, and they'd obviously all gone to the other side of the map. So I just sat in their spawn for a while in the in the broken down <laughs> building, just waiting for them to come back this way. And then when they came back this way, they came into the building. So I was <laughs> doing circles around the building following them <laughs> for a little while until they found me. Yeah, I managed to um, survive the full round as one of those nuke bomb things up on the burnt down building bit, you know where the library is? Yeah. I was like in there, most obvious thing, because I, like, I literally went out and was like, I'm going to die straight away, and I wouldn't, I'd like survive for the entire thing. And the bigger, I... the bigger the prop you are, the more points you get and stuff. So I was like, buzzing. yeah, you get more points if you're a bigger prop, but obviously it's harder to hide yourself. Yeah, yeah. cleverer with it. But I got quite a good one. I think it was classed as a medium one, but it was a mattress, and yeah, I leaned yeah. myself against a wall. And what I didn't realise until after I'd won the game and spawned as the attackers next round is that I'd managed to lean myself against on the top of an actual yeah. real mattress. <laughs> so I wasn't paying full attention. I just put myself against a wall and gone, right, I look legit here. And I managed to lean against an actual mattress and then I saw it in the next round as an attacker and thought, oh shit, that's why they never thought I was a, <laughs> a prop because there was a really a mattress there and I blended in with it. Yeah. <laughs> What's really fun as well is like when you're something like a barrel, you put like a couple of decoys down and then put yourself behind the decoys so that it looks like a proper group of things. Yeah. And people seem to suspect things like that less because it's not just one item sat there and it looks more properly placed. Mm. Especially yeah, if you can find a group of things that already exist that are the same as you and blend in with them. Yeah. That's the ultimate hiding place but i must admit the best thing i saw in my entire time playing that game mode was you know on the uss texas yeah the big battleship yeah you may or may not have noticed but there's lifeboats that hang off the side yeah and the cranes and that hold them there's these are two cranes one either side yeah. that hold each end of the lifeboat yeah and there was a guy who'd found two cranes that should have had a lifeboat and didn't and two cranes that did have a lifeboat. And what he then did is he planted two cranes in between those that would have hold, held a, a third lifeboat, yeah. but then put himself as a crane in the middle. And it was just so inconspicuous because of the ones that were already there. Yeah, yeah. Even though it was wrong because there were three of them, you just didn't have a clue because it was so <laughs> like blended in with everything else around it. And that was probably the best hiding spot that I'd seen, or yeah. the best use of the props that I'd seen. So, yeah. But it's irrelevant now, because it's gone. Yeah, it's gone. <laughs> it's gone twice now, though. This is the second time they got rid of it, so it might come back. Well, I thought it was weird that it was on there when we decided to go play it. Because it, it, um, it was on for the release, the launch of uh, the new DLC for PlayStation, and they put that on Xbox as well. Then they got rid of that, and then they brought back the double XP weekend and brought Prop Hunt back with it. But now right. it's um that gun game, which is game. which is brilliant. So that Gun Game's okay, yeah, but it's all it right. was never my most favourite thing. Yeah. It would better Wait, on is Black gun Ops. Game, gun game the one where you all start with a weapon and you've got to get a kill to move up. Yeah, and then when you get when you get um physically hit, it knocks you back down. 
Yeah, it yeah. used to be if you got hit with a throwing knife or something, didn't it? On the no, it was ones. it was just if you got stabbed. Stabbed, that's yeah. it, not throwing knife. Because throwing knife was yeah. the last one, wasn't it, to get a kill with that? Or ballistic oh, yeah, knife, ballistic as it was back knives. then. <clears throat> yeah. But yeah. That was Black Ops 1, wasn't it? Ballistic yeah, knife. that was the one where you could gamble with your credits and stuff. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. Well, I'll wait for that to be gone. something <laughs> else in the meantime. Um, but yeah, that's pretty much my week, I suppose. Weird that that is the... After last week saying nothing has made me go back to Call of Duty yet and I don't know what will, it's interesting that the biggest talking point from my last week is going and playing going some back Call, to of Call of Duty. Duty yeah. Yeah. Irony! <laughs> but let's do some real news. Yeah. So, knee. <laughs> Sony could be working on a system to allow players to change their usernames on PlayStation Network, finally. Mm. Um, an email of some description has surfaced where they're pretty much quoted as saying they are exploring the possibilities of adding a feature to PSN that lets users change their ID. Um, and they did add... We can't be sure whether this feature will be added or not. Players' feedback will be heard. Uh, and there's like a survey, effectively, that they're going to be doing. If they've not already done it, I've not noticed it myself. But yeah. um, the the One of the sort of suggestions that they make in this email as well is that um, if you were allowed to change your name and they implemented a system... What they do is limit you to one change every six months, so it would be free, mm-hmm. but you'd only be able to do it once every six months uh, to try and cut down people Constantly abusing change. it and things yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. mainly sense. to combat trolls and stuff doing yeah. what have you. Yeah. Um. So it's about time. Is yeah. probably the, yeah. the headline here. Like I can, they've always claimed that they don't want people to change their names because of, um the fact that they don't want people to like go troll in a game, cause grief, and then go change their names so that they can't be reported. Yeah. And but yeah, yeah. it's... I don't know. It's one of those things where there's got to be more to it than that because there's an easy, there's easy solutions to that. Like, if you're on Xbox, it obviously shows you your recent players and things like that, doesn't it? Yeah. Um, and... If they were concerned somebody would change a name and then be unfindable, then I've seen a lot of people suggesting the Steam method, which is where when you change your username, there's a history of all your previous usernames before your current one. Mm-mm. So if you search for somebody's old username, it still you can still up. at least find them because it keeps track of the usernames you've had. So all it needs to do is keep track of your PSN IDs that you've had. Yeah. Um, but in, on the other hand, I've heard people in the past talk about the fact that there's certain aspects of PlayStation Network, and I think I maybe mentioned it on here before as well, but there's certain aspects of PlayStation Network where in the programming and the code, instead of referring to you as like an ID number mm. that's unique no matter what your name is, apparently there are parts of it that refer to your name, which is why it's harder to let people change their name because then it sounds like it would potentially break things. So 
how they'd do it, I have no idea. Uh, there was a lot of rumours, if you remember, of them saying that your actual login ID would be your current PSN ID, but then you would have an online display name. Yeah. Because that's the same with my Steam account. I've changed my account name on Steam mm. so that it matches my Xbox account. However, my login name is still the original Steam account that I had. Well, yeah. And that's never changed. Yeah. So I'd, I'd imagine maybe something similar for PlayStation. But I would like the ability to do it because my PlayStation ID, I just don't like it. I think it's stupid. What is yours? Tattooed Royal. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like it makes sense it's not that bad and i'm sure there's a lot worse out there yeah but part of me just wants to u- unify them all so i'm the same on everything and i don't want tattooed royal to be the one that i unify to by changing my <laughs> xbox gamer tag yeah so made in 89 is a lot better it is until random teenagers come in and start questioning the month you were born but not being able to do the math correctly to work out um when you were actually born and how old you should be and stuff like that. <laughs> I, I killed a few guys on Rainbow Six Siege and they, they got upset, so they invited me to a party and started trying to... They were attempting to give me shit Yeah. about the fact that my name was made in 89. <laughs> and it kind of backfired because he said some interesting things, saying, if your birthday's after September, you weren't made in 89. And I was like, well... I see the flaw you're trying to point out, and I'm fully aware of it. However, if I was born after September, I was definitely made in 89. <laughs> because that's how birth works. Yeah. I, I knew what he meant, because yeah. that's the obvious Basically, problem with meant, my gamer tag. What he meant if you're born he before was, September. He, he was pointing out the actual problem with my gamer tag and Steam ID, which is I wasn't technically made in 89. Yeah. I was born in 89. <laughs> yeah. So he had a point. He just wasn't very eloquent in making it. <laughs> Some narrow-minded so, people out there, don't There is. <laughs> but if I could finally change my PSN tag, I could maybe just change everything to something else. Just change them all at once. Yeah. After all those years of being made in 89. It's been a long time. It has. You'll have to give it a good farewell. <laughs> How? I'll do it on my 30th. <laughs> like, that's it, it's a newer era. I'm a 30-something now. Change my gamer tag. <laughs> Just add 10 years to it. Made in 99. <laughs> <laughs> Make myself look younger. Yeah. <laughs> and then it was no, like, whoa, you've got I a deep I don't think I want to do that. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, made in 2009. Hi, guys. <laughs> my mom's letting me stay up and play Call of Duty with you guys. How's it going? Um, in other Sony related news um, Spyro remasters look like they are inbound Um, it would appear Activision are remastering the original three Spyros in a similar vein as the Insane trilogy that was done for Crash Um, and from what I remember Spyro turns 20 this year Um, made in 98 Correct, it was made in 98. Um, I think it's September. I want to say September, or, or at least September-October time, it was a release. I think it depends on where in the world you were for specifics. Yeah. But that would hopefully indicate a good time to 
be remastered. No, yeah, realistically, definitely. That game's nearly as old as me. It is. But oh no! By, by then, I'll be four years older than it. In fact, well, currently I'm four years older than it. It's just. Yeah, oh. you'll always be four <laughs> years older than it. God, I'm as stupid as that guy that was giving you shit. <laughs> it's like, it's like when you were six, your sister was half your age. Yeah. <laughs> now you're thirty. How old's your sister? Yeah, uh, fifteen. No, no, twenty-seven. You dickhead. No. <laughs> Alicia worked it out. Alicia knew the riddle. No, I've, I've heard it, lords. <laughs> I'm not surprised if you come out with comments like, well, I'm four years older than it then, but now I'm... <laughs> oh, wait, yeah. <laughs> so that's something to hopefully look forward to. Yeah. Um, I, I've personally not seen anything direct from Activision yet, but I've seen a lot of stuff floating around about the fact that this is happening. So, it'd be good. It'd be good. My prediction would be that it'll come out September, October time. Um to celebrate the twentieth birthday. So mm. I'd get it. Oh, of course. Of course. As weird as it sounds, I'd be I'm more interested in the Spyro remaster than I am Crash remasters. Yeah, I'm more into Spyro than Crash. I no, I enjoy both, but Spyro is the one I've gone back to most over the years. I've gone back to the Crash games once or twice, yeah. but I think I've replayed Spyro, like, I don't know, double digits at least, <laughs> like, into the teens number yeah. of times that I've played it back through. And a couple of years ago when I went on holiday to Spain, I took some emulated games. Spyro was one of them. Mm. It was the one I played the most, other than Final Fantasy IX, I think. And that's now re-released on PS4, so it's Spyro's time. It's all coming back. It's Spyro's time. Um, sea of Thieves got a major content reveal this week as we are drawing ever closer to that game's launch yeah. in March. It's about five weeks away now. Um, uh, basically, over the course of a couple of interviews, they spoke about things like the character generator, the Kraken... Um, the progression system and the benefits of becoming a pirate legend, which is an actual thing you can do in game. It's not just a figure of speech. Yeah. Um, and to top all that news off, there's a new closed beta session this weekend, which runs for 48 hours from the 16th of Feb to the 18th of Feb. Yeah. Um, it's 10 a.m. to 10 a.m. here in the UK, which I believe puts it at around... 2 or 3 a.m. across in the States, to put it in perspective. Depending where you are. Depending on exactly where you are, yes, but it's around that sort of time. It's early hours of the morning. Um, so it's Friday to... It's Friday morning to Sunday morning. Oh, I'm off Sunday. Which is a little weird, because I'd have expected it to go Saturday morning yeah, to Monday morning. that'd have been better. I'm off Sunday. I could have smashed that all day. There must be There must be a reason for them doing it on those days. I don't know. God damn it. Um, but yeah, it, they've expressed that there will be no real content changes, if any, from um, the last closed beta. But what this actually is, it, it, they're trying to load test it um, and put pressure on it. So mm. they've said, 
you have to remember these are called betas for a reason. Yeah. So the game will likely probably lock up and crash or not let you in or disconnect you because they are trying to find the limits of it so that when the actual game comes out in five weeks, there's no problem. They can, yeah, they can run as smooth or as smooth as possible lobby for everybody. So don't go into that expecting Perfection. perfection. Oh, that was weird. If anything, far <laughs> from it. Far from it, if anything. Um, but yeah, I, I'm not going to go into too much detail about the Sea of Thieves stuff, just because we've we've talked about it a lot over the past yeah. episodes of this <laughs> podcast. Um, and to be honest, I'm, a, I'm at that horrible point in time where my brain knows a lot of things that not some have to. been covered <laughs> by these updates and some things haven't. And I'm in a horrible minefield of certain words that come out of my mouth could be considered NDA breaches. So I have to be really careful what I do and don't <laughs> say. So the easiest thing is to go and look at the articles on places like PC Gamer. There's one on Eurogamer. Um, I think there's one on GameSpot. So there's a few. I think, I'm not 100% sure, but from the way that all these articles read, I think Rare intentionally invited a, a, sort of a member of the staff from each of these big gaming news websites for for the platforms and yeah you know pulled them in it, that's the way I, the impression i get from the way everything's written yeah uh, but there's plenty out there so i'll let you find the the joys of it for yourself um a very quick one rainbow six siege will be free over the weekend it's actually free by the time this podcast podcast goes out i believe uh, and it's free until the 20th of February. It's effectively in anticipation of the Outbreak DLC event thing that's going live in March, on the 6th of March. So they're trying to entice people in, I guess, by giving the free weekend to see if they like the feel of the game and maybe get them in more full-time. James... I suggest you get it, and I will teach you how to play Rainbow Six Siege and see if you enjoy it. Oh, I, I don't see why it wouldn't. I will. I will try. And I was going to pick it up on that Ubisoft sale because it was only about twelve pounds then. Wouldn't that be a PC copy though, or is it a Ubisoft sale on on console? Xbox? Yes. Right. I see. I see. Um, it's definitely worth getting, in my personal opinion. Hmm. Because just because the amount I play it, I even play it on my own. I never used to play it on my own, and that was the part of the reason I, I put it down and left it. Whereas these yeah. days, I'm actually willing to sit and play it on my own because what I've learned is that if you know your character's capabilities and you know other characters' capabilities, I wouldn't. I'm not saying you don't need to be the best player in the game to do well, but mm. do you know what I mean. If you use your brain. You using your head and and knowing the skills of you and your opponents is as much part of it as being good at aiming the gun and shooting someone. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. There's a lot more to it, which is why I enjoy it. I think because there's just a little bit more to it than simply running around shooting each other, like every COD game feels like. <laughs> Unless, of course, you're playing prop hunt. <laughs> then you're running around shooting objects. <laughs> Exactly. Plus, James, you'll probably like um, Outbreak because it's zombie-esque. It's aliens, but it's zombie-esque. True. It's it's like a survival mode, if you want to call it that. So, 
worth trying. Um, also, on the 20th, since I mentioned the 20th of February, um, Assassin's Creed Origins, the discovery mode, goes live on the 20th of February next week. So that will be free for anyone who already owns the game. And if you're a PC player, it will be available on both Steam and Uplay as like a little standalone thing. I haven't seen a price for it or whether it'll just be a free thing you can install and, and play and do. I'm not sure. The fact that they're saying it's free to anyone that has the game and will also be available as a standalone means you might have to chuck like... A fiver. Five, yeah, five pound or yeah. five bucks at it, whatever, to be able to get it on Steam and you play. But effectively, it's the game with the game stripped out, <laughs> as in mm. no missions, no quest NPCs, no annoying guards that want to kill you whenever you get near them. And it's about like exploring and learning about this awesome ancient Egyptian world that they've built. Cool. Which I'm interested to try out next week because the, I've still not uncovered all of the world in that game yet because I've not finished it. Yeah. Because I've been pottering about with different things. But... It'd be really interesting to like be able to go to the Sphinx because the Sphinx the Sphinx is in there, and it still has its nose. Yeah. So it'd be interesting to like go learn things about the Sphinx by standing next to it, and someone telling you something about it, or like exploring the pyramids and it telling you about whose pyramid it is and why they've picked that pyramid and stuff like that. Should be pretty cool. Mm. Um. And then the last little bit for for this week is that PUBG Mobile, as in the official one, not <laughs> the dodgy rip-off that James plays. Rules of Survival. Yeah, that one. <laughs> so not that, proper PUBG Mobile. It's now live in China. Um, and I will probably, after we tweet out this episode uh, or Facebook it, I'll post a couple of links to the YouTube videos of this because I think the trailer's awesome. Yeah, it is pretty cool. It's like... It's like a live-action trailer, basically. Um, it's in Chinese, Mandarin, whatever, so I don't know what any of them are saying, <laughs> but I can just imagine saying things like, we must fight to survive, and, you know, it's him or me. Or um, I'm pretty sure the one in the Jeep was like, ride to die, like off Fast and Furious. Yeah, stu- <laughs> it's, stu- it's going to be stuff like that, isn't it, basically? You know it is. And, like, there's a bit where there's a duo... And she's picking up some stuff off her crate and a guy jumps down behind her to shoot her and the teammate shoots the other guy. And then she walks across and is like, I got your back, bitch, and <laughs> stuff like that. You just imagine the things that it translates into. Yeah. But if you speak Mandarin and you can tell us what they're actually saying, <laughs> please do. That would be cool. I will post the links just because I like the fact that they've got so many like little different scenarios that you actually come across in game, like the, the crate drops the supply drop and you know there's a huge bunch of people walking in towards it just taking each other out yeah and then at the very very end the guy dies and then as he blows up it just goes black for a split second and then he's back in the plane ready to go again <laughs> and i'm pretty sure he's something says something like and we go again until we win or, or something like that yeah, gone, winner this. winner chicken dinner <laughs> well he didn't win did he he died so there's no way he said that <laughs> no way he said that but it does look pretty good. Graphics have been toned down, obviously, for it to go on a mobile device. But it looks okay. It it looks like it plays, uh, or at least controls, very similar to um, 
the rules of survival game that we've talked about briefly, but it actually looks like PUBG, and you can tell it's PUBG, and you can tell it's the PUBG map. Yeah. So all your favourite spots are there, all the same buildings are there and stuff like that. It's just the graphics are really toned back, I guess, to to get it to run properly on a mobile. But for a mobile game, it looks fairly impressive, so be interesting to see how it does in China in coming weeks, Mm. and hopefully we'll get it over here in the very near future in this western world yeah and that is it for this week unless James has anything else to add to the news do I ever <laughs> no nil pois nil pois I suppose in that case then it's time to play a game yeah we'll move on to the gamey bit um, as regular listeners know, we usually take each other on week on week, taking turns to host the game while the other two go head to head. Um, as it stands at the moment, I have two wins. Joshua has one, and James has one. Um, it's James's turn to host, yeah. but Joshua isn't here. Awkward. So I have no idea what you had planned, James, but. Yes. We'll have to see if we can make it work with one contestant. I, I think it'll and work. I think we'll do good. something similar to what I did for you that week when Joshua wasn't here. Yeah. Where if you get the questions right, you I get the point. Yeah. So that's what I did for you. Yeah, I'm just trying to think how many you need to get right. Like, think of a target for you. Um, well, how many questions have you got? Well, I've got ten, but then I also had a tiebreaker because I assumed there'd be two people taking part. <laughs> well, didn't I get tell you to get 80% right or something? You had to get... Yeah, I had to get something like that. So we're saying eight. You had to get eight, You had to get something like 80% or 75%, I can't remember. I think I remember you getting to six and that was enough. And then there were two more that you just got. Right, okay, so then we'll, we'll, like, do, what, we'll do eight. 75%. We'll do eight. Well, no, we can do ten and say I've got to get seven right. No, I mean, that's what I mean. Like, do all of them, but get to eight to get the point. Because get to I've got, eight! I've got to 11 questions. Point. I'm just going to add the tiebreaker. All right, then, whatever. Right. So, what's your game then? <laughs> <laughs> My game is An Appointment with Dr. Love. Oh, great. Yeah. So, basically. I've got a list of uh, clients that come to see Dr. Love. And they're all in relationships within games. Or, if they're not in a relationship, they're with another game character that they're inseparable from. So they're not necessarily together. They're just like, you'd think that they were banging. (laughs) What are you on about? (laughs) But, (laughs) I've got the names of one of the characters. You have to then tell me the person they're in relation with but if they're not in an actual relationship how the hell do I work it out there's only hold on there is like two maybe three that aren't in actual relationships <laughs> so the one that I can't get the ones that I won't get right in theory <laughs> should only be those ones technically yeah <laughs> Mm, but we'll see. We'll see who's first up on the appointment list for Doctor Love, and that is Yuna. Oh, from Final Fantasy Ten. That is correct. 
Who does Yuna go out with in Final Fantasy X? Who's she banging? Um, I don't know if she actually goes out with Tidus or not. I can't remember. I think there's like a, a romantic connection between them, though. I think that's maybe why she's going to go see Dr. Love. I'm just going to say Tidus. You're correct. It's Tidus. Oh, thank God. And the second one on the appointment list for Dr. Love is Nathan Drake. Oh, um... Oh, for God's sake. You you um, know this, bitch. You know her. <laughs> Eleanor is the one that he marries. That's correct. That's the one that I've got. Eleanor Fisher. And next on the appointment list for Dr. Love is John Marston. Oh, my God. John Marston. You want John Marston's wife's name? That is right. That's the one. They're having a bit of a sour patch at the moment. They come see Dr. Love to try and sort it out. Mrs. Marston? <laughs> Not quite. I can't take that. <laughs> I'm just going to go something really stereotypical and say Maggie, because I can't remember. It's Abigail. I can't remember her name. Abigail Marston. Oh! Um, Abby, Maggie! <laughs> <laughs> and next on the appointment list for Dr. Love is Gordon Freeman from Half-Life oh 2, just to help you sort of narrow it down a bit. I know who Gordon Freeman is. Oh. I thought you might have meant I just can't remember. Morgan Freeman. I can't remember who he'd be banging. <laughs> Who's um, he banging? He's going to put his dick in. <laughs> That's from Wanderlust, <laughs> isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> going to put some dick in. My dick. All my up dick. in your veg. All up in your veg. My I'm dick. I'm going to put my dick in your veg. I'm going to put my All dick in. All up inside you. <laughs> I'm going to put my dick in. <laughs> So yeah, Gorgon, oh. Gorgon, free, Gorgon, Gorgon. <laughs> That's a good Gorgon Black Ops Zola. three. <laughs> Gorgon Zola, um, Gordon Freeman. I'm trying to remember some female character <laughs> names. I wouldn't get this. I had to look this one up. <laughs> I don't doubt that for a second. Um, I just can't remember any female characters for some reason from. Half-Life, I'm just proper drawing a bank blank. Um, no, I'm going to have to pass. Okay. I believe it said Alex Vance, but it's spelled A-L-Y-X. <sighs> yeah, so, it's Alex. Yeah. But yeah, next up in the appointment room for Dr. Love is Master Chief. I don't know, is that a trick question? I don't know. Who does he have some kind of like bond with? Well, I, like, my gut instinct wanted to say um, Cortana, but I don't know if that's, like, a trick. That's why I asked <laughs> if you mean, like, what do you mean? Is this one of the weird ones where no? they're not actually oh. officially in a relationship? Iffy. You could question it. Is it Cortana, then? It's Cortana. Fucking <laughs> okay, hell. <laughs> And next up in the appointment room for Dr. Love is Lydia from Skyrim. This is one of the ones where they're not in a relationship. Oh, um... I can only remember really having... Oh, hang on a minute. I was going to say I can only really remember her being anything to do with... Um... Balgruff, but... He's obviously the leader guy. Is it, is it a trick question and it's you, yourself? It is, correct. Well done. 
<laughs> I had to I had to stop and think. I nearly just went Balgrove, and then I sort of thought about it, and I was like, well, hang on. You can marry Lydia. <laughs> it's you. It's you. So it's me, then. Or is it you? Is it me or is it you? No, it's you. It's me? No, it's you. Or is it you? It's you. So it's you? Yeah, it's you. So it's you? Yeah, it's you. Me? No, you. <laughs> I'm me. Move on. <laughs> Move on. <laughs> um... Next up in the apartment room for Dr. Love is Cloud Strife. Uh, um, I need to tell you how many you want here, actually. <laughs> All of them except the one I passed, I think. You're on Oops. four. <laughs> You're on four out of six, and this is the seventh. What, what, what else have you You didn't get wrong? the John Marston or the Gordon Freeman one. Oh, yeah. I passed on Gordon Freeman, and I got... I keep wanting to say Morgan. No, it's so awkward to say. That's why I keep going Gorgon because Morgan. But yeah, Cloud Strife. <laughs> Who's he banging? From looking at it, don't quote me on this. I could be completely wrong, but I think the character that you're looking for dies. I think. Having never played well, that's it, a, that's a bold. That's thing. a spoiler alert for. Anyone that's not ever played Final Fantasy VII. Well, get I, with time. I doubt if... <laughs> yeah, I, I think it's a bit old now, but... Um, I think they do, though. If it is the death, then it's Ares. It is. But I can't remember if he actually bangs her or no. not. Well, or gets with her. I've just given you the point for it, so... <laughs> that's fine, then. It's a bit It's a bit like Zidane and Princess Garnet in Nine. I don't think they ever actually get together from memory. Yeah. They're just a bit close. But it's implied. Yeah. But they're all children. No, no. They're just horny little bastards. But anyway. They're all like 12. <laughs> <laughs> Next up in the appointment room for Dr. Love is Dominic Santiago. Oh, what's Dom's wife called now? Good old Dom, eh? Good old Dom. This is another one that there's spoilers to be had. Well, I'm not going to say nothing. But I believe this character... No, I'm kidding. <laughs> he, he sacrifices and puts down Maria. He does. He does. Spoilers! Oh, God, no! <laughs> no you... That's right. If you didn't know, he puts down his one wife. <laughs> she just nagged him to watch Pots too much. He got sick of it. Um... But next up in the appointment room for Dr. Love mm. is Solid Snake. Uh, is this an actual one? I believe so, from the very first game. Um, the only person I can think of that he worked with is Meryl. And she's in like Metal Gear Solid 1 and then, I don't know, another one. But she's literally the only one I know of. Is that your answer? Well, yeah, because that's what I've just said. She's the only one I remember, Meryl. Well, you are correct. And that Does she actually go out with her? I don't know if they actually go out. I know out, they work together. They were, like, a little bit horny for one another. If you say so. And that puts you on. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. So you've got two more to get one right to get the point. <sighs> and this next one is probably going to give you a semi on. Right? 
right. I did this one just for you especially as well. So so where's the one that was just for Joshua? Uh, that one's gone when he decided not to show up for the podcast. <laughs> was there actually one that was dedicated just for Joshua? Yeah, it was a Cloud Strife one. All right, I don't think he'd have got that, but there you go. Oh, well. Um, so next up in the appointment room for Dr. Love is Guybrush from Secret Monkey Island. Oh, Threepwood. Who does he go out with? Why is this my, like, you love specialist this one? You I played it. it a lot as a... Well, I say I played it a lot as a kid. I played <laughs> it as a kid. I wouldn't say I love it. You're just referencing the fact that it's pirates. That's the main reason I enjoyed it. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> um, Elaine. It's either Elaine or Ellen. Ellen. It's one or the other. I can't remember. It's Elaine, and you are correct. Elaine. So you have secured the point for yourself. But there's <sighs> there's one final thing that's coming into Dr. Love's office. And it was going to be the tiebreaker question, but now it's just a normal question. And it is Companion Cube from Portal 2. I'm just going to say, because I'm already right, I'm just going to say GLaDOS. <laughs> no, it is you. <laughs> Again. Is it me? No, it's you. Is it me? No, it's you. Oh, so it's you. No, it's not me, it's you. Oh, so it's me. No, it's you. It's you. Oh, I get it. No, 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 it's you. I can't I don't think I've ever played Portal 2. <laughs> yeah, I love how you just killed it and just went somewhere exactly. else. <laughs> <laughs> I just thought I'd point that out. I don't think I've ever played Portal 2. Is it in the first Portal? I don't know. I don't remember it being in I the don't first know. Portal. But it like, gets love hearts and stuff from what I've seen. If you love it. From what you've seen. <laughs> yes, I've got to look him up, haven't I? I'm the doctor. I've got to look at my patient's okay. notes. Fair enough. <laughs> but yeah, you want. Does that mean I get music? Yeah, you get music. I get music. You get music. One of these Josh- Joshua's. <laughs> I think one of these what? Joshua's days will come back. <laughs> <laughs> one of these Joshua's days will come back. <laughs> One of these days, Joshua will come back and realise that he's like 10 10 1 down because <laughs> we just keep playing games against each other. He's still going to do it. He better turn up next bath. week because it's his game next, isn't no, it? No, no. What would he do with that? We'll be screwed. He better turn up next week because it's his fucking game. The nonce. Um, so that <laughs> makes the scores. Put Well, it puts me up to three. Joshua obviously stays on one and James stays on one. So I'm building a commanding lead once more. You need to lose one. Well, you need to come up with more difficult games. No, we just need some collusion. <laughs> the thing, the thing is, my my general knowledge is fairly okay when it comes to video games. To a, to an extent, I just get really lucky. You're just lucky as fuck, and Joshua really knows some specific games but his knowledge isn't as wide as ours as ours hold on what <laughs> well mine I'm gonna say i play fifa and PUBG. <laughs> yeah, the, the, the problem is it's got to be relative to the listeners hasn't it they've got to be able to play oh yeah true let me know if you got many dr love questions right i got a screenshot of well not a screenshot sorry a photograph of someone playing along with um my game 
last week mm-hmm. and got told that they did it while driving. I was like, wow, <laughs> that's dedication. <laughs> so my response was just, if you die, at least I know you died enjoying that King thing. Put us in the eulogy. I think it was Craig Mitchell. I'm pretty sure it must have been Craig Mitchell. <laughs> I suppose, on that note, speaking of things that people have sent to us, which could always do... Um, So, I asked for love letters and stuff, but nobody sent any because they don't love us, so... I'll settle for cheesecake, though. Um, No. The (laughs) The first one we were sent this week was from... David Underground Moo for Rhea. Moo, yes, that's David right, I did Moo. it. <laughs> um, he responded after what he sent us the other week. Uh, did we ever mention it on the podcast, the thing that he sent us about inspiring him to do some content again? I can't do you know remember what? I can't if we read remember it out loud. We, we retweeted it and stuff. Yeah, I can't yeah. remember if we ever I can't remember if we read it mentioned out. it out loud. Uh, but basically, apparently, for some reason, we've inspired him to start like recording material again and gaming playthroughs and That's stuff. Good. And apparently, um, they will be recording their new podcast for this week as well, and it will release on Friday. So they're going to send us some love on their podcast. So here's some love to Nerds Underground. Yeah. And all the best. I'm sure it would be delightful, so I'm going to go check it out myself on yeah, Friday. Get a collab going. Well, we kind of already are by the sounds of it. Oh, yeah, true. <laughs> true. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, Doomy2008 says, Tom, is the night we shared real love, or were you just using me? Are you reading your text um, again? <laughs> well, I have no idea what he's referring to, so... Obviously, I just used him because I don't even know what he's talking about. I see. I see how this is going. You just do need an appointment with Dr. Love. That's all I'm saying. No, <laughs> it, there's nothing there to salvage. Whoa. Sorry, Paul. Whoa. Whoa. I'm, I'm, I'm being harsh. Paul, it's all right. I'm here for you. <laughs> I hate to do this on Valentine's Day, but <laughs> we're breaking up. <laughs> Breaking up with someone on a podcast, imagine how brutal that would be. Like, oh, you should That'd listen so to tomorrow's funny. podcast, it'd be brilliant. Listens to it. Oh, yeah, we... What? <laughs> oh, man. That'd be so funny. That'd be so funny. I, well, I don't know somebody that broke up on a podcast, but I know somebody that basically announced their breakup on a podcast. <laughs> What? <laughs> you know them as well. I do. I'm not going to go into any. De- I'm not going to go into any details in case they don't want to bring it up. But we both know somebody who. I didn't know that they'd broken up with their respective partner until they said something on a podcast and basically announced it. Beep the name and tell me. And then talk. I'll tell you after the recording. Oh yeah, that, I suppose that's easier for you. <laughs> <laughs> Let's edit it. <laughs> Um, but yeah, the, the, well, yeah, we'll talk about it in a bit. <laughs> uh, Craig Mitchell says, he sent quite a long message in actually through Facebook. He said, uh, with Valentine's Day in mind, no Chris Redfield related answers for this oh, question. Um, who's, sorry, what's the best love story in a game? 
It doesn't have to have a happy ending because mine is Dom's in Gears of War. Oh. His passion to find his missus, Maria, as we discussed earlier, yes. drove him through. And when he did find her, he was selfless enough to just shoot her in the face. <laughs> That's not what he said. He says, end her suffering. He was much kinder about it. Oh, that was sweet. I can't remember why she was fucked. Was she fucked just because they'd starved her to death? I can't remember. It's a while ago since Gears 2. She looks really old, doesn't she? Yeah. She I'm looks, sure she looks really she looks old like when he finds her. <laughs> yeah, unless it's just because she's withered away from starvation. Maybe. Because at first when he sees her, she looks normal, doesn't she? And you think, oh my God, he's found her. Yeah, tear rolls and down then, your cheek. And, then... and you're like, oh, this is incredible, he's found her. And then... It sort of shows you what she actually looks like and not what he's seeing. Yeah. And you're like, oh my God, just fucking shoot her in the face and put that bitch down. (laughs) (laughs) She did. And then get it on. Oh, don't. Don't. (laughs) All right, thanks for bringing necrophilia to the podcast. (laughs) Um, Greatest love story or best love story in a game, James? I don't know. I haven't really played loads of games. I've got that element to it. Um, Far Cry 3 had a little bit to it because it was like obviously you got captured and what whatnot. you were on holiday with your friends and you're like constantly fighting against whatever you're getting thrown at you to find your girlfriend I believe but that's really all yeah. I've played that's got anything to it that's like that other than obviously Gears of War um It's a right. It's a love story, but it's not like a love story, like two people hooking up. Right. But it is still a love story, and it's um, Joel and Ellie. Oh yeah, that is a good story. Or or even even another twist is Ellie and Riley as well. Yeah. Um, from the expansion thing, I can't remember what the expansion was called. What was it called? That. Oh. I can't remember, but I don't know. basically those relationships, because the reason the Ellie and Joel one is one of the more special ones for me is the way that, you know, they you, come well, together. You, you'd learn very early on, Joel's lost a wife and daughter and Ellie's lost her family. Yeah, so they and find comfort as much in as, uh, Yeah, as much as they sort of, you know, I don't know, sort of bump heads or whatever the t- best term would be. Like they, they, you know, they have a few arguments and clash, etc. Yeah. But by the end of the game, there's like literally a genuine love for each other there. Like she looks up to him as her Father dad. Yeah. And he looks to her as a daughter. And it's just like, the, it is, it's not like, like I say, it's not, um, it's not like Nathan Drake and Eleanor Fisher where, they hook up yeah, or yeah. you know Una and Titus where they hook up it's more like parental I don't know is that the right word for it yeah I get I get what you're trying to say though like but that's a that's a really good one it's a one. touching um, relation no 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 I'm not going to say that that's weird <laughs> Well, James, it was a touching relationship until you decided to twist the meaning of the word touching when when you said it. I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, moving on. I don't. Uh, yeah, I, 
there's plenty of them. You've mentioned eleven or whatever by playing your game. Yeah, <clears throat> but that's one of them. I think for me, that's up there. I'm just trying to think if there is any others. Can you think of any others? Um, not really. Not off the top of my head. Um, surely there's got to be some other like block. There'll be loads out there out that we've not thought of. I've just got a feeling we're missing something like glaringly obvious, like I don't know Mario and Princess Peach. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, do you know um, what about me and the hot girlfriend I made myself in The Sims? It's a good shout. That's good the greatest shout. love story ever told. Yeah, getting that we get job in bed, do woohoo. It takes us five hours to get him woohoo, and then we have a baby. <laughs> and then I go to work as a rock star, and she stays at home and looks after the baby. Then I come home, and we woohoo, and then we've got two babies. And then it all happened Best three th- hours after her knocking on the door. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Welcome to the neighbourhood. Whoa, what are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> Would you like to have my baby? We do woohoo now. We do woohoo. Okay, let's do woohoo. <laughs> Greatest love story ever. <laughs> the end. Um, <laughs> I really can't think of any more. I was trying <laughs> my hardest, but I can't think of any more. Not off the top of my head. So feel free to let us know if we've missed a glaringly obvious one. Yeah, please You do. think we should have mentioned. Yeah. <laughs> oh, just a random, really random one. But can you remember that game? I can't remember what it was called now. Um, where... You had to try and stop the couple splitting up. Oh, yeah, it was like a... What was that You typed called? it in, didn't you, and stuff? You used to have to type yeah. and talk to him, yeah. I used to give him and shit. And you'd walk in and you'd be like, look, bitch, shut the fuck <laughs> yeah. up and let the man talk. And then she'd be like, I think you need to leave. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what was that game I can't called? remember. Oh, um, and as soon as you said it, I knew exactly what you meant, but I can't tell you what it's called at all. I'm trying to remember. It had a weird name. But it had a name that I knew loads of people said wrong. Right. As in, it's it's a fre- it's like a French word. Oh, brie. <laughs> no. <laughs> it's definitely a French word, though. Facade. Oh, yeah. It's called facade. But I know so many people that called it facade. <laughs> like, why are you calling it facade? <laughs> it's called facade. But that's the one where you try and save Grace and somebody else from breaking up. From breaking up. Because I just remember him having a strop, like, well, I had fun in Italy, Grace, and stuff like that. <laughs> God damn it, Grace. And I always, I always wanted to get to the moment where one of the people in the room tried to throw somebody else out of the apartment window. Because they had that big apartment yeah. with the big glass windows. <laughs> Do you know what? I'm Googling it and seeing if it still exists. Facade. Game. Facade is an artificial intelligence interactive story. But where is it? <laughs> Oh, I bet it's a download, isn't it? I thought it was online, but I bet it's not. Interactivestory.net. Download our award-winning AI-based interactive conversation game about a married couple on the rocks. (laughs) What you do and what you say determines if they'd stay together or not. 
if you have not played this game before, please on your computers go to interactivestory.net and download Facade. Hashtag still not sponsored. Hashtag gonna save Trip and Grace. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna move away from this question now. Because yeah. um, he sent others. He says, what's the worst? <laughs> oh, I'm assuming he means relationship in a love story in a game. Um, Probably Trip and Grace, because they're doomed to break up no matter what well, you yeah, do. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I ever saved them once. <laughs> No, um, worst love stories in games. What about one that I've already mentioned, which is Princess Peach? Because yeah, that's you remember shit, that Mario? Do you remember that Japanese Mario page where I read out about the fact that he was proclaiming he's not a plumber anymore? Yeah, it was like a year ago now. Yeah, but one of the lines in there was, "I love Princess Peach. Anything I will do for Princess Peach." <laughs> like, oh my god, mate, get over it. She's not into you. It's been 35 years. <laughs> She's not into you. <laughs> oh, God. Such a one-way relationship, that. Well, she's using him. <laughs> she's using him. Whilst banging Bowser. Do you reckon? Yeah. He's got big horns. He goes from weird places. <laughs> um... I don't know. That's probably the worst love story I could think of. Yeah, I'd, I'd agree with that. Off the top of my head. Either that or Lincoln uh, Zelda. Is that a love relationship, do you There's think? There's the one in Skyward Sword, where she's like the daughter and they're like close and banging and that. Mm. I shall accept... Your answer. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> just because I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. <laughs> well, in that one, she's I'll the daughter of the head teacher or whatever, isn't she? I can't remember, James. I don't remember Skyward Sword at all. No. I don't even remember what console that was. The kids, on. basically, in that one, like teenage. Which console's it on? Um, pff, I think it was on GameCube, you know. I don't know. Well, Wind Waker's on GameCube. Oh, no, so. yeah, that was the one on GameCube. I've, I couldn't tell you then. They could both be on GameCube. Could be. I don't know. No. It's a tie then between Mario <laughs> and Princess Peach and whatever yours is. <laughs> is it Zelda and um, Link? Yeah. Is that what it is? Yeah. Is that what you're going for? Okay. Um, and then he says, and finally, who should have got it on? Mario and Luigi because he was clearly wasting his time with Peach. You know the brothers, don't you? Well, shit happens. I'm really confused about where to <laughs> place that comment. Nah, I think Chris Redfield like, and Shiva should have As got it your on. brother sat talking to you right now, I really don't know how to handle that <sighs> comment. You're welcome. No. <laughs> No, I'm not. <laughs> Go on, what were you going to say about Chris Redfield, even though you're not allowed to do a Chris Redfield-related answer? I think he should have got it on with Shiva. That man's got muscles. He did, height. Didn't he? did he get it on with Shiva, or was he just his like, partnering game? Just partnering game, not really. Partnering bang. Just partnering game. Because um, he, he wants to bang Jill Valentine, doesn't he? Who should have banged? 
Hmm. That's the question we're all asking. <laughs> just a really weird twisted one just to see what had happened. Reva in Fable 2 and Teresa in Fable 2. Because <laughs> she's like still middle-aged-ish gypsy woman, isn't she, in yeah. Fable 2? Yeah. And obviously Reva's a bloke in Fable 2 as well. Let's <laughs> <laughs> see what happens. Fair one. <laughs> don't know. I, I really don't know. I can't think of any sort of, off the top of my head, any ne- sort of near love stories or love stories that should have <laughs> brewed. I'm trying to think if there's anyone where you th- you think, bang, while you're watching it, as a cutscene or something. Um, but I really don't think of anything, or can't think of anything, should I say. I don't know. No. No, I can't think of anything. Fair enough. And he's got more. He says, okay. now that the cheese is out of the way, which team should I choose to support in the NFL? Um, I responded to this by saying, I'm pretty confident that without Google, you and Joshua couldn't name five NFL teams. Right. Um, so let's try. Name five NFL teams without the use of Google. Oh, God. Patriots. Where are they from, though? New York? No. Oh, I don't know. <clears throat> but still, I've named one. New um, England Patriots. New England. Oh, yeah, I knew we knew something. Um, Eagles. Where are they from? Sky. Um, <laughs> Philadelphia Falcons Where are they from? Um, Sky <laughs> You're just fucking You're literally just gonna start naming animals now <coughs> They're from Atlanta That's three at best um, Well actually it's three halves You've got three halves You're on two and a half oh. You're one and a half um, <laughs> Quick maths <laughs> <laughs> Quick maths with Tom um, <laughs> <laughs> what animals have I named so far? A falcon and a... Uh, I nearly said one that you've not said then. A falcon and an eagle. Um, so that means there's another bird. There's two more birds. Ooh. Falcon, eagle. Um, In fact, there's three more birds. Oh, God. Um, I need to think of birds. Crow? No. <laughs> no. Um... Oh, I can't think of any birds that that suit an NFL team name. Um, well, that's brilliant considering who I support. Oh, who would you support? <laughs> <laughs> um, there's, li- there's literally there's literally five teams that have got birds in them, so you could complete this challenge just by naming birds. I can't think of. I'm gonna. Can I Google names of birds? No, because we've just said without the use of Google, you couldn't name five NFL teams. Yeah, but that's not googling the NFL teams, is it? No, without the use of Google. Oh, full fine. stop. Period. End fine. of. Um. How have you never heard any? What's like the most famous team that? Like rappers and stuff wear all the time in black and silver, and caps, baseball caps with it on as well. Um, it's a I, it's a team that basically became a fashion statement, like the New York Yankees, but with sort of California gangster people and rappers and stuff. Raven. There's the Baltimore Ravens. 
Right. So but I've that's not Eagles. who I'm talking about. So you've said four so far, right. somehow. Um, Eagles. What else have I said? Falcons. Yeah. Uh, Ravens. And what was the last one that I said? Eagles? Have I said Eagles? You said Eagles about eight times in that sentence. Uh, <laughs> um, I need to think of another... Uh, you support the one with the bird on its badge. We've had this discussion. Um, what do you remember when I said? Card, uh, no, Cardinals. I don't know what the yes. first bit is though. But Cardinals. Arizona. Oh yeah, I never told you the first bit of the Ravens, did I? Or did I? It's the Baltimore Ravens. I think I said that. The other bird-based team is the Seattle Seahawks. Ah. Uh. What about, what about the, team, the team that became a fashion statement that I'm really surprised you didn't get is the Oakland Raiders. Because you used to get baseball caps. Well, you still do. You get baseball caps all the time as the Raiders. don't know. There's the Cowboys. Oh, Dallas, Dallas Cowboys. Yeah. There's the Jaguars. They're the ones that always come to London yeah. or have a lot in the recent years. Uh, I'm trying to think whatever, what are the ones I think you should know. How have you not heard of the bears? The Chicago bears? How would you going to start answering with animals? That's what, that's my, my method. Miami dolphins? Have you not heard of the Miami dolphins? <laughs> yeah, Echo plays for them. <laughs> Moving on. Um, in fact, no, I never answered Craig's question. Uh, Craig, pick the Cardinals because I'm a Cardinals fan. Yeah, uh, see, personally, that. I like the bears. But... It's up to you, Good Craig. luck. Good luck. Good luck with your career as an NFL fan. Hey, I'm not a glory supporter. I just like Clearly. <laughs> you, to be fair, you're not really a glory supporter if you pick the Cardinals. This conversation, so, yeah. I'm now lost in. Yep. <laughs> um, pick the Cardinals. Pick the Cardinals. Uh, Keith Watson says, pick the Cardinals. What game would you make love to? Pick the Cardinals. Um, I don't think I'd ever make love to a video game. Mainly because it'd serrate the end of my penis. <laughs> um, see, I've thought about this. <laughs> and from memory, the PlayStation 1 discs have got a thicker hole. No, they haven't. It's all the oh. same because it's a... Standard disc. Oh. <laughs> which which one's the one that's got a thicker hole? No. Because that used to same. clip in. No. They're all the, I'm sure they're all the same. Oh. Well, I'd have said a PS1 They're, they're all game. just CDs, James. Oh, okay. They're all just CDs. Oh, fuck it then. Nintendo 64. What, slide it in the cartridge? Yeah. <laughs> Fine, I'm sticking with none. <laughs> you're gonna stick it in an N64 cartridge. You're never coming anywhere near the old N64 that's at my house. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, and to round off this week, get away from that question. Pick the Cardinals. We got a new Patreon this week and a Patreon upgrade. Is it Doctor Love? I wanted to do fanfare noise then, but I ain't got oh. one. <laughs> I was gonna go bah, 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 or something, but I, this show's too low rent. Hashtag sponsors. I'm talking. <laughs> ironic because I'm talking about patrons. <laughs> um, yeah, so our upgradey 
or upgrade her, sorry, no, I don't know. Upgrade her was Will Hodkin, um, also known as Narwolf, also known as Deja Untender Will, also known as John Targaryen. No, no, j- just just Will. Or just Will. Um, he's upgraded from Royal... I forgot what they're all called now. <laughs> royal Subject to Royal... Council? Better choice. Royal Council. Thanks, James. It's all right. <laughs> Thank you for your support, bro. <laughs> um, yeah, so he's upgraded. Thanks, Just Will. That means Just Will will just get on the show at some point in the future. Just Will, though, no one else. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just Will. <laughs> uh, and our new sponsor, who maybe was trying to get that last Royal Council slot, Ooh, but just missed it. out. Is Damien Deeks, ah, but he's gone in at Royal Subject, which is the one below. So maybe the opportunity to upgrade will come at some point, but maybe. we have to work through the list, and I don't like the list to get in OTT. Yeah, because then it's a long waiting list, and we ain't about that. Exactly. Um, it's bad enough as it is at the minute. Yeah. The next person up on the list is Steve. Steve Baker. I think. Yeah. Come on, He's next up on the list. So I have sent him a message saying, Give me a sketch. Come on down, (laughs) as you put it. Yeah, what's your sketch when when you're free on a Wednesday? Come on, Stevie boy. We can do this. Anyone else who's free on a Wednesday and is willing to become our legally binding brother so that we can replace Joshua with you, (laughs) please get in touch. It's not expensive. (laughs) No, we'll give you that for free. Yeah. <laughs> you don't have to be a Patreon if you're willing to become an illegally named kid. I'll tell you what, if you're willing to change your name by <laughs> deed poll to whatever your name is, King, then yeah, you can definitely become part of the show forever, free of charge. <laughs> Just because it's that ridiculous. I've got a feeling Craig might do that. <laughs> I'd, I'm going to laugh if somebody now tweets us or Facebooks us. Like a picture of an, a name change certificate. <laughs> Yeah, if it, honestly, if that happens, that'd be something else. Um, in seriousness, if you do want to get in touch with us through any of these means, you can find us on Twitter, which is that underscore king underscore thing. And you can find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash that king thing, or just yeah. type that king thing into the search bar at the top. Um, if you do like or follow us on either of those social media networks, then be sure to hit that notification button so that you get told that we're saying things. Fun fact, I have that notification button on. Why? So that I know when you're saying bad things about me. All right. Fair enough. (laughs) Um, If you're interested in joining the many Patreons we have, which is quite insane at the moment, um, you can do so by going to patreon.com slash thing. And in the words Um, of Dr. Love, we love you all. Yeah. Um, we mentioned um, doing a little giveaway uh, so I've decided that we will be sure to keep an eye on both Twitter and Facebook this week after the show goes out because we will be putting out a tweet and a Facebook post which will tell you more of how to obtain said prize um, and we all so like keep your eyes prizes. peeled and turn on those notifications as we've said and remember all Patreons who are uh, TKT loyal or above 
get double entries to all giveaways. What? So as long as you enter the giveaway, anyone that's a TKT loyal or above gets double entries. That is one of the many Whoa. perks of being a Patreon. We're just incredible. So the low, the, ro- the lower end accounts are just like, you're nice. But anything from $2 or higher, the TKT loyal, means if you're a TKT loyal or higher at the time that we do a giveaway, you get double entries. Yeah. So why not? Do why it. Why not join? Just do it. And technically pay for your own prize. <laughs> <laughs> That's one of the reasons that I gave that, as, give that away, but still. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's it for this week. Yeah. No Joshua, but we still managed to hit over an hour, which shows you how much Joshua contributes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, that's funny. Let, let us know who you think should have played <laughs> Joshua in future. <laughs> if you name famous people, we will approach them yes. just for shits and gigs. Yes, we shall. <laughs> but, but on that note, it's goodbye from me. And it's goodbye from you. That's right. We turned into the two Ronnies. Yeah. The two Kingies. I don't know. Oh I'm my just going to play the music. Yeah, please. <laughs> Go. So who announced the breakup on the podcast? It was... This podcast is part of Britpod Scene, an independent network of uniquely British podcasts that's always growing. Check out BritpodScene.com or BritpodScene on Twitter to find out more. Oh.